Daily Drive is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out what Reynolds is up to in the digital retailing space by visiting reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Friday, June 4th. There have been no shortage of issues surrounding the Nissan brand in the last few years. Even before its chairman, Carlos Ghosn, was arrested and escaped from custody in Japan, the brand in America was struggling to find a path forward that did not involve heavy incentives and stair-step issues with its dealer body. Enter Ghosn's drama, an executive reshuffling, then COVID, then chip shortages. And fast forward to today, and Nissan executives are charting a new path, something they call Nissan Next. They want to be more open with their dealer body, and they're looking to change the narrative on the brand especially with a raft of new product headed their way. Mike Colloran, a longtime auto industry executive, says the path is one where transparency and consistency is key. It's a tall order for a brand that has spent the last few years battling its own internal issues, on top of Nissan's worst sales year in history last year in the United States. He's up for the challenge. We've reached Nissan North America's Senior Vice President Mike Colloran in our Detroit office where he visited Automotive News last month. Well, we haven't had many guests in our Automotive News newsroom. In fact, he's the first. So, Mike Collarin, welcome to Automotive News and welcome to Daily Drive. Uh, thanks, Jason. You know, uh, it's an honor to be the first back um, and uh, maybe uh, uh, in, uh, indicates kind of where our industry is, is going right now. We're on a comeback uh, as an industry and uh, uh, great to be here today in Detroit. Well, thanks for being here. Give us a little bit of an update on... Uh, where Nissan is uh, currently. You're obviously undergoing a major product revival. You're doing it in the midst of a pandemic and a supply chain shortage. How are you orchestrating all of it? Yeah, so uh, uh, every day, no shortage of challenges out there. Uh, that's uh, that's for sure. Uh, Nissan uh, uh, announced uh, about a year ago, uh, Nissan Next, which is our... our, uh, our uh, plan for the future and uh, defines what the next Nissan will be. And uh, that uh, that plan is on track, uh, but uh, certainly hasn't been easy uh, when you uh, when you have to work through a, um, a pandemic uh, and then uh, a global supply chain um, issue. Uh, no question about it, but I would say we're on track. Uh, the comeback is, uh, is clearly uh, uh, underway, and you can see that in our sales and in our share and in some of the key metrics uh, for the company. Uh, and it's really uh, about uh, changing uh, the company from top to bottom, uh, from product uh, to uh, our business discipline uh, to, uh, to our culture. You're also out there uh, listening to your dealer network more. We, we've written a lot about this. You've talked a lot about it. Tell us what dealers are telling you these days about where Nissan is on that, on that pathway to not only product but culture and changing business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a real key part of that third tenet about changing the culture that I just mentioned, and uh, it's about listening uh, to uh, to all the value chain members, whether it's consumers or whether it's dealers, uh, whether it's your employees. Um, uh, listening really across the board. Uh, I think our dealers are saying that uh, uh, they can see uh, the changes in the product, right? Uh, Over delivering value uh, that's expected by the consumer uh, within that segment. So. 
consumers are getting in our new vehicles like the all-new Sentra, the all-new Rogue, uh, and soon the all-new Pathfinder, and and seeing that value and saying, you know what, this is a car uh, that's uh, that's worthy of my uh, uh, my uh, my purchase, and uh, and so dealers have seen that and and uh, they're telling us that, saying, hey, keep going, that's a great blueprint for your your uh, your new product. Uh, uh, when we talk about the business side, that's where I think some t- in some cases that's more gratifying because uh, that takes um, discipline to change. And so uh, we've, uh, we've been very disciplined in our approach and our dealers recognize that. And, uh, and that leads to better profitability, better customer experience, uh, and consumers understanding um, more completely about what our product is and uh, what uh, Nissan delivers um, in terms of a, a differentiated experience for the, the consumer. So I think our dealers uh, see that, and uh, I think they're happy that we're making these changes. Trust has been an important word that I know that you've used in the last um, six to 12 months. How are you building trust? How are you mending some of those relationships that were maybe a little fractured uh, you know, previously? Yeah, I think uh, trust is a really important word. Um, uh, it was important before. I think it's even more important uh, post, uh, post-COVID, uh, where uh, we've all gone through a lot. Uh, and uh, and uh, we want uh, safe environments. Uh, we want to trust uh, the people that we're with and the, the bubbles that we exist within. Uh, and we have uh, we certainly seen us as a cornerstone of uh, making sure that uh, we're very consistent. Um, and I think when you're consistent and you're watching out for uh, again all the value chain members, your consumers, your dealers, your employees, um, you start to build trust. But you've got to be consistent in the way that you approach. Uh, your uh, your business every day, um, and and in the conversations that you have with those uh, uh, those stakeholders, and discipline is another word that you've used. How is Nissan applying discipline to what it's doing now? And I know that starts in Japan and transcends, but what's changed? Yeah, uh, a discipline, um, a good dis- good discipline um, starts with uh, defining who do you want to be, and uh, and then. Uh, making sure that you're uh, consistently uh, um, uh, chasing those values and making sure that you're adhering to those values every day. Uh, and discipline is, uh, uh, in this business, I think, is uh, choosing uh, to do the right thing uh, for uh, the consumer, uh, for, your, for your dealers, um, and doing it every day. Um, and you can see that in, uh, in our approach, where uh, we started to change some fundamental um, uh, business uh, philosophies um, uh, our rental business, which is a very important part of our business, uh, which uh, was uh, was probably uh, a lacking control in the past, uh, we've brought good discipline to that uh, that business, and uh, and our uh, our rental partner is still very important, uh, but uh, but uh, much more uh, controlled environment and better for everybody, uh, including residual values, which of course is a cornerstone of uh, the value that uh, you receive in the marketplace today and and into the future. Uh, the other thing that we've done is uh, we. We've, uh, we've uh, much uh, uh, tighter controlled supplies, uh, which uh, uh, leads to uh, improved profitability um, and, and, frankly, uh, 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 for our dealers, uh, has allowed them um, to compete more realistically in the marketplace. When you talk about you know, inventory and uh, availability of product, we, we can't go very far without talking about the obvious, which is the semiconductor issue in the supply chain, um, uh, par- you know, the parts shortage, basically, uh, that is plaguing the industry at this point. Where is Nissan on that, on that scale? 
Yeah. You're a little more optimistic than others. Um, I would say that, uh, uh, you know, very difficult um, environment uh, to deal with. Uh, and uh, and the supply has been uh, uh, has been inconsistent uh, for uh, uh, several months, and I think will continue in uh, to the remainder of this year. Uh, uh, well, I'd say I don't I can't tell you if we're more optimistic or not, uh, but I can tell you that uh, I think we've done a very good job of uh, managing on a daily basis um, our uh, chip allocations where they go. Um, it's a very uh, interesting Rubik's cube uh, because uh, chips go into modules, they go into components which go into assemblies and then end up uh, being uh, uh, assembled into the, the larger vehicle. And, uh, and uh, it's not one chip equals one car. Sometimes there's multiple chips that are coming from different places, different sources, and they all have to be married up to arrive uh, within those modules and those components um, at the right time to, to build the vehicle. Uh, we've viewed this as this is everyone's responsibility in our, uh, our organization. Uh, and uh, uh, every day we just roll up our sleeves uh, and uh, we understand uh, where the good news is coming from on chips, where the bad news is coming from, uh, and we, uh, we react to it. So uh, while the industry, I think, has uh, a fairly uniform um, uh, uh, issue to face, uh, how you deal with it and how aggressively you deal with it uh, is important. And for us, it's, it's nothing more than just day-to-day management. But you see the second half of the year actually being a bright spot for Nissan. Why is that? Uh, we do. Um, I think that, uh, uh, one, we have uh, uh, a number of new vehicles that are coming out. So we're very excited about the launch of the all-new Pathfinder. Uh, we started production on time. Uh, and uh, we have uh, uh, the uh, all-new Frontier coming as well uh, in just uh, a few months after Pathfinder. Uh, so we've, uh, we've been able to, uh, to manage that well. So we're optimistic because, one, our product is coming through and the portfolio age is coming down. Uh, that gives you natural tailwinds. Uh, maybe the, the, the reason that we are the most optimistic, though, is there's a consumer out there, uh, which in the pandemic there was no consumer. So a fundamental difference um, between uh, these, uh, these two issues. And uh, uh, if you can manage the business well and you can keep your startup productions on time, uh, uh, you have a better chance of getting through it. And we're pretty optimistic about the second half of the year. Uh, we think that the chip situation will start to uh, uh, improve. Uh, Not fixed, but improve, and we're prepared to take advantage of it. We'll hear more from Nissan executive Mike Collarin after this message. As online experiences exploded this past year, it was clear dealers needed an approach that kept them in business for the long term. Chris Walsh, Casey Edwards, and Dave Bates, Top Reynolds executives, sat down to discuss today's digital retailing landscape. Here's an excerpt from that roundtable discussion. So what are dealers trying to do to get this fully online and online to in-store experience? I mean, that's a great question. And honestly, it's, a, it's kind of a hard one to answer because retailers are kind of defining and using digital retailing differently. You know, to some dealers, it's selling a car. To other, it's sales and F&I. And they, they tend to be approaching it in chunks versus, you know, kind of a holistic, holistic approach. And then you end up just focusing on one or two things when you need to focus on, you know, more of a big picture. Digital retailing is dealership operations, period. Reynolds' Retail Anywhere approach focuses on streamlining dealership operations and improving profitability. For more information about this big-picture, holistic approach, visit reyrey.com slash retailanywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retailanywhere.
You mentioned Pathfinder. It launches next month. What are your market expectations for that vehicle? Yeah, it's a it's a great uh, great segment. Um, and while I'm not going to share any numbers today, um, it's a vehicle that we expect to uh, uh, do well in the marketplace. Um, it's going to be more rugged, more connected, more flexible, um, and uh, and we think it will earn its share. Uh, and we certainly have seen uh, very good indications on residual value uh, early on, uh, based on uh, based on the new product. And um, uh, we think consumers will be naturally uh, drawn to an iconic brand um, that will, again, be more rugged and be super connectable and, uh, and, and very flexible uh, in, an, in a, a segment that's just really doing well right now. is very robust. So uh, we're excited to launch it, and uh, we think we're going to do great. Mike, a lot of talk of Nissan Next. Um, how is that transformation coming along within the company? Yeah, I'd say the report card is uh, is pretty bright green. Actually, uh, uh, we uh, we uh, we love what we're doing. We're growing from uh, the grassroots up. Uh, you can see that in uh, the key fundamentals. Okay, sales getting better, share getting better. Um, uh, fundamentally, uh, consumer um, uh, facing transaction prices moving in the right direction. Net revenue moving in the right direction as well. Uh, and uh, and uh, dealer relations moving in the right direction. Um, and uh, when you start to put all of those fundamental um, uh, KPIs kind of back to back, that's a pretty good indicator that the, uh, the field that you've planted is going to grow uh, really, 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 really well. And uh, so I'd say we're bright green right now. A couple bumps along the way, pandemic uh, and, uh, and chips, but uh, we're going to come out of it on the other side. Uh, and Nissan Next will uh, show us, uh, I think, a really great next Nissan. It took 15 months for us to have uh, an automaker guest in this office, um, thanks to COVID. What have you learned during COVID that you think will be applied going forward? Yeah, I think it's a, a it's a fundamentally great question uh, because the, uh, t- the 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 question tends to be more about on the manufacturing side. <clears throat> but I really think the the big change uh, is going to be kind of more um, on our you know our employees. Um, and in uh, the consumer. And uh, from the employee standpoint, uh, we certainly see a more flexible um, uh, arrangement as we go forward into the future. Um, uh, we have uh, uh, jobs that are more task-based, and, uh, and those, uh, those, uh, those tasks are getting done, uh, which is outstanding. shows you the great uh, uh, commitment by, uh, by our employee base. Um, uh, but maybe the most Im- important changes in the consumer. Um, I think the consumer is looking uh, for safer environment going forward, no surprise, um, but also uh, the way they want to shop. Uh, and we're cer- certainly seeing uh, consumers uh, be more and more attracted to e-commerce. Um, you can also see that uh, the EV buyers are even more interested. And, of course, uh, we know that the industry will be transitioning uh, over uh, uh, the next decade. Uh, to alternate forms of uh, powertrains, and uh, and e-commerce is a, a, a certainly a foundational element of how consumers will shop in the future. They're going to want to shop at home. They're going to want to test drive at home. They're going to want to service at home. And uh, Nissan just came out with uh, Nissan at Home, just launched, and uh, I, I think we're the the first ones to the marketplace with a. a, a uh, I would say um, back to front solution uh, where you can sit on your home, sit sit on your couch at home and uh, and do the entire uh, transaction uh, right from your uh, right from your couch. In fact, you're a Pace Award finalist. 
We are. Uh, the Nissan at Home uh, just uh, was recognized for that. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, but uh, a great piece of technology that uh, that we've developed with our partner, and uh, and it's out in the marketplace now, so uh, consumers can uh, test it out. And we're seeing er- er- really early uh, great results, uh, very early still, uh, just a couple months into it. Uh, but consumers are building um, uh, and um, specking out cars. They're creating accounts, and they're going further and further along in the uh, in the, the, the entire process, uh, not just shopping anymore, but uh, uh, doing their credit applications and, uh, and, and ordering a test drive up at home uh, and taking delivery at home as well. So uh, um, the consumers, where it's changing the most right now, and we've got a really great um, uh, piece of technology that is uh, 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 going to be really the first to the market. It's a strategic advantage for us, I think. You back on the road, and you, will your Nissan dealers see more of you going forward? Uh, no question, and looking forward to seeing them. Um, we'll actually have a national dealer meeting uh, face-to-face um, in late August. Um, uh, we, I think we also might be one of the first to, to, to bring that back, uh, but it's really important to see people face-to-face. Uh, um, you, you know, uh, Zoom calls are great, uh, and uh, but they tend to still be a little bit more like the phone transaction, a little bit uh, I say something, you say something, and uh, um, uh, can be a little bit one, uh, one way sometimes, uh, whereas you know, face-to-face conversations tend to be rich interactions, um, and many times the best ideas, uh, you know, occur in a casual conversation uh, where something's brought up and, uh, and, uh, and all of a sudden there's a light bulb that goes on. And I think the industry's missed that a little bit. And uh, we're really excited to be fa- back face to face. And it's, it's super exciting for me to ba- be back here in Detroit with Automotive News today. Um, uh, we, I, I see it as a sign that uh, the industry's coming back, uh, that the country's coming back. And, uh, and, uh, and Nissan's just you know, glad to be part of it. We're glad to host you. Thanks for coming in again. Jason, thanks so much. Always good to be here at Automotive News. And that's Daily Drive for Friday, June 4th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of 350 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Monday.